0: Pizza, pizza, pizza time. The official pizza of the Shock Fantasy podcast is 7th Avenue Pizza. This is soda-style thin crust at its absolute best. It's not that crappy thin crust. It's solid crust integrity here. Not too thick, not too thin. The sauce was derived from an ancient recipe passed down from the Norse gods. And the cheese, oh, 100% primo cheese on these pies. You can pick your toppings as well. There's your conventional pepperoni or sausage, but there's also five cheese, Mexican, meatball, and pepperoni. Even a bacon cheeseburger za for you. My favorite, though, is the lucky seven. Italian sausage, pepperoni, beef, Canadian bacon, and three types of cheese. Dang it, my mouth is watering just talking about it. I might need to go fire up the oven and make myself one before the podcast. Find your 7th Avenue pizzas at High V Cub Foods, Lunds and Byerleys and holiday station stores, and go follow them on Twitter at 7th Avenue Pizza. Let them know Shock Fantasy steered you toward their amazing za. Ahoy, Shock Fantasy fans. This is Matt Harrison, and before the show begins, I have three jobs for you. First, please take a look at your phone and hit the subscribe button on the Shock Fantasy Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Second, Wherever you're listening, give me a rating and a review for the show. If you include your Twitter handle in the review, we might send you something fun in the mail. We do that periodically. And third, if you haven't yet subscribed to the season pass of Shock Fantasy, you should. You get 365 days of the Shock Fantasy Super Dash, which gives you stats and info to set all of your weekly lineups, including DFS lineups. The Redraft and Dynasty Trade Value Charts so you never get taken to the cleaners in a trade. Our waiver wire content each week. The Super Bowl, Thanksgiving, and NFL Draft Prop Bet Games, so you can make friendly wagers with your family and friends at the most important football gatherings. And preseason cheat sheets for basically every kind of fantasy football imaginable. You'd be getting those for next year now. All of that curated, color-coded data comes to you for only $40 for a full year. That's 76.9 cents per week. But if you act now and use the promo code AIRBEAR, you get the whole year for only 25 bucks. That's promo code AIRBEAR, A-I-R-B-E-A-R for those of you who are brave spellers. Enter that at checkout and we'll knock off $15. Thanks for listening. On to the show. Now, first off, how would we describe shock? (laughs) Welcome to the fantasy. (laughs) Nice. Nice. (laughs) Man, you are one pathetic loser. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. Hi, everybody. This is Matt Harrison, and this is the Shock Fantasy Podcast. It's Tuesday night, November 1st, and it was one of the busiest NFL trade deadline days, I think, ever. I think think ever. I think there are 10 trades in the NFL today. Uh, You know, fortunately, we didn't have a lot going on in the waiver wire, and the trade deadline kind of really helped that this week. Other than that, it was a little boring, but... As always, we'll start with the Todd Heap Memorial Injury Report. Yeah, baby! (laughs) I don't know why you'd be happy about that, Todd. Gus Edwards was dinged up on Thursday night. Seems like he hasn't been healthy in years. We have to keep an eye on Gus Edwards' health, and we'll talk more about that position a little bit later. Cooper Cup injured his ankle in the final minutes of the loss to the 49ers. They think he'll be all right, but keep an eye on that one. Devontae Parker left the game versus the Jets with a knee injury. Christian Watson had a head and neck injury. He's going to miss a few weeks. And Irv Smith Jr. is out for the rest of the season with an ankle injury. However, let's talk about some of the trades that just happened, I don't know, hours ago. Completely ridiculous. There was a couple ridiculous ones, like TJ Hawkinson to the Vikings, who replaces Irv Smith. And, you know, as a Viking fan, I'm a little bit excited about this one. Uh, gives gives another really good receiving option, and I think that uh, he legitimizes that position a little bit more than Irv Smith ever did. Jeff Wilson gets traded to the Dolphins because Chase Edmonds was traded from the Dolphins to the Broncos in the big Bradley Chubb trade. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about Wilson coming up. Uh, Edmonds to the Broncos just joins a stable of weird, crazy Broncos runners and a stable is right, because the Broncos. Uh Chase Claypool, the other Chase who is traded today, he goes to the Chicago Bears. Naheem Hines goes to the Bills. Wait, Naheem Hines? Nine times. Nine times. Uh Zach Moss goes back to the Colts in that trade. So a little swap of running backs there. Calvin Ridley gets traded to the Jaguars. That one doesn't help you much this year since Ridley is still suspended for the remainder of this year. And Kadarius Tony got traded to the Chiefs from the Giants. All right, let's start uh, with the free agent acquisitions. and Quarterback. We always start with quarterback, and quarterback isn't particularly good this week. And so I'm kind of rehashing a guy that I talked about last week, and that's Sam Ellinger, uh, 11% rostered on Yahoo. The slinger didn't do much in his first start, but he wasn't asked to do a ton. But now Jonathan Taylor is not at 100%, and the rest of the running back room is in flux as Zach Moss just joined the team, and Naheem Hines just left. So he'll probably be asked to contribute a little bit more this week. The Pats are the opponent this week, and they're a bottom 10 pass defense. And then they have the Raiders and the Steelers coming up in two of the next three games, and that's three great matchups in four weeks for Ellinger the Slinger. In Superflex, he's likely going to be startable in a few contests. Should only take 5% in places where Ellinger is available. That's the only quarterback this week. Running back. Uh, mentioned him in the trade. Jeff Wilson, 35%. He was dropped a ton over the past few weeks with the addition of Christian McCaffrey in San Francisco. But a change in scenery to Miami could bode well for Wilson. Uh, Raheem Mostert is about the only show in town right now in Miami, and he's got a long history of injury. Plus, Wilson is familiar with Mike McDaniel's offense from their time together in San Francisco. So the lead up time probably won't be too long for Wilson. He probably won't just take over in the next week. But as we get closer to Thanksgiving, it's likely that he's going to be getting at least half the work, if not more. So 5% is a good bid on Jeff Wilson. Kenyon Drake is 32%. It seems like Gus Edwards' availability will be in question from play to play for the near future, even if he's healthy. We don't know if he can finish a game. That guy just can never stay healthy. Plus, Rashad Bateman now hurt and going to miss a few weeks. Mark Andrews is hurt. J.K. Dobbins was already out. We knew about that. They're just running out of bodies in Baltimore, and Kenyon Drake is going to end up getting 10 to 12 touches for the next few weeks at a minimum. So a 4% bid on Drake if you're hurting for a running back, especially in this six-team bye week this week. Naheem Hines. Nine times. Nine times. He's healthy. Well, maybe he's healthy. Let's hope he's healthy. If he is healthy, he joins one of the best offenses in the league with only Devin Singletary standing in his way. Now, Singletary's fine. And Naheem Hines is fine. He could be... Definitely Singletary's equal there, and this could turn into a straight-up timeshare in just a few games. In PPR, I like Hines as a possible pass-catching weapon out of the backfield with Josh Allen, always creating time and space. I think there's an opportunity here. I'd throw 7% on Hines, and maybe he's a big contributor during your fantasy run. That's all the running backs. Wide Receiver. We're going to talk about a couple of wide receivers. Rondale Moore is the first one. He's 37% rostered, and he had his yearly big game against the Vikings. But this actually might be something more. Ooh, see what I did there? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, averaging 6.6 targets and just over 50 yards per game. He's clearly the number two off option in this offense, even above Zach Ertz, I would say right now. His depth of target is low. And you're reliant on him breaking free in traffic. But he's doing that a little bit more this year than last. So I'd throw 6% on Rondale Moore. And maybe you'll get a little more than you expected. Sorry. I'm going to. Yeah. Here. How about this? Um, You suck. You jackass. Yeah, that's better. Uh, Romeo Dobbs is 48% rostered. And this is just a roster correction thing. He's the best wide receiver in Green Bay. He just is. That's a rosterable thing. If you don't think the Packers are going to turn it around somewhat, that's just not correct. They got Detroit this week. I think six percent on Romeo Dobbs, and you won't be, you won't regret that one at all. George Pickens is sixty three percent owned. He's the biggest winner in the Chase Claypool trade, maybe outside of Justin Fields. It's just him and Deontay Johnson now and Pickens might have been Kenny Pickett's guy for most of the year already, even though he's coming off a 0.0 fantasy day last week. So I think people might be sleeping a little bit on Pickens, but the target share will be going up and savvy fantasy players aren't going to leave him on the waiver wire much longer. Uh, why not another 6% bid on George Pickens this week? I almost said Carl Pickens. That would That's a throwback right there. All right, tight end. Only one tight end, and it's Isaiah Likely. We're certainly not sure if Mark Andrews can go this week. There's injuries everywhere on that offense. And even if Andrews does play, Likely is likely going to be on the field for a huge snap share, even running out of the slot as a wide receiver, something like that. Uh, He was a darling of the preseason and part of the organization that just churns out tight ends like no other. Likely is about to be rostered everywhere. I'd throw 7% on him, and I think in the tight end wasteland, he's going to be startable even when Mark Andrews is healthy, as long as they're just missing all these guys on that offense. Lamar Jackson's got to throw it somewhere. That's it. And that's the show. Yeah, baby! Yeah! After your waiver wire this week, you might say... I am the smartest man alive! Or you might tell me to... <laughs> Shut up! Okay, I used all my sounders now. I uh, hope you have a great day. Uh, I will be back with the preview of the Thursday night football game. I'm going to do that one Thursday morning because tomorrow, November 2nd, is my 20th wedding anniversary to my beautiful wife, Melissa. And I'm going to spend the day hanging out with the wifey tomorrow. We're going to do all sorts of fun things. And I'm not going to do a podcast tomorrow. I'm going to do it Thursday morning. And you'll tune in then, and it'll be just fine. So we'll talk to you then. Have a great night.